Welcome to Raw Relationships, the podcast that keeps relationships real and wonderful. I'm Melissa, and I'm your host. This episode is sponsored by Psychic Text Readers. They offer psychics that are genuine and honest. PsychicTextreaders.com Welcome listeners to my podcast. Tonight I am interviewing Bradley Charbonneau. His life was certainly okay from the outside. Things looked just fine. For years he plodded along as if life was grand. And it was, well, sort of. But it really wasn't. He wasn't doing anything close to what he dreamed that his life should really be like. He was living the life that he thought he was supposed to live. Then his father passed away and everything started to change. Decisions became effortless because life became clear. In fact, there was no longer really even a decision-making process. He just knew what he needed to do. He closed his company, moved his family to Europe, and began writing full-time, all based on a decision to start living the life he knew he needed to live and then acting on that decision every single day. So without further ado, let's welcome Bradley. Welcome to the to the show. Thank you so much. You're welcome. So um, tell us about what it was um, that started to change and why things started to change after your father passed. You know, it's it's so funny when you you read that intro and it makes it seem so easy. It's sort of like the overnight <laughs> success. But yeah. It just seems, oh, then this happened, then he changed his entire life and then everything was fine. And mm-hmm. I I look back and I think Oh, wow. Yeah, things are fine now. Things are a whole lot better than they were. But I think just for a little backstory, because it does make it sound so simple and easy. And, mm-hmm. and now I see it that way. But that's because I think in hindsight, every, you know, many things are simple and easy. But when you're in the thick of things, you, you can't get out. Mm-hmm. And I had for for many, many years, more than I want to uh, admit, um, I, I was, I was, it was terrible. I was, I didn't have simple decisions. I didn't, I didn't even make decisions. It was just a battle and a struggle and depression. And I just, I wasn't being the person who I wanted to be. Right. To, to put it simply, and, and mm-hmm. but that goes so deep. It hurts so much. Mm-hmm. To, yeah. I I often um, I often write about uh, cats because apparently you know they have nine nine lives, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, I think well it, oh that's okay if this life I'm living now uh, doesn't really work out I'll just make the next life better right. you know like the life I'd like to live. But I think, mm-hmm. oh, but I'm not a cat. So right, exactly. I, I mean, depending on uh, what you believe, you know, we kind of only have this life. There mm-hmm. might be some other lives coming along. But mm-hmm. it seems like we only have this life. So, oh, I guess I better make this one the one I want. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's all about really just staying in the present, right? You know? Yeah. Because <clears throat> even if we believe we could do it again, we'd still want to make this one the best that it could be, right? <laughs> Optimistic. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's exactly it. Because I, I think at some point I almost gave up and I almost said, oh, well, I guess I won't live the life I thought I might. Uh, that sucks, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, oh well, I guess I missed it. Mm-hmm. Too bad for me. Right. Did you have, uh, like, did you have a thought of what that life should have been in that moment? Like the things you were not doing that you felt you should have done. Like, did you know what those things were, or did you have to discover that? I I knew broadly. I, I for for one thing, one very clear one is to write, to be an author, to write books. That one I've known since my early twenties, and right. so that one that was clear. And I think that was a big part of it because I just, you know, I was, I, you know, for the past ten years I had a successful marketing agency, but still every in the past few years when I was really down about it all. I would meet people and I just would just cringe at saying, oh, hey, what do you do? And sometimes I just, just flat out lie. I'm, just, I'm a dentist. Mm-hmm. Because, because then nobody asks any follow-up questions. <laughs> they just right, sort of say, right. oh, okay, that's nice. And I don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. I just, because right. I wasn't doing what, and, and then if you, it, it seeps out into your daily life because that, that, that it, it trickles over into your relationships, into your family, into your spouse, into your friends. Mm-hmm. Because at, at, at night, I mean, I really just, I just wanted to go to sleep so the day would be over. Right. Right. And I think probably a lot of our listeners could relate to that because, you know, life just seems monotonous, I guess this would be a good word for it. <laughs> Same thing day yeah. 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 And so, how do you make that change? How do you make it happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you How do you make it happen? Um, I think number one would be, you know, we have to be aware of it, right? Something, you know, for yeah. some of us, it takes something to make us aware of it. And I think it sounds like in your case, your father passing, um, which I'm sorry to hear. Um, really kind of put you in that spot where you maybe realize how short life is. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And, yeah. and you, you just hope that you, I mean, you hear it so often, some tragic thing happens to somebody, and it's often an illness mm-hmm. or, or somebody passing away or some big old tragic thing, and then they change something in their life. Mm-hmm. And so one thing I'm trying to sort of promote is the idea of don't wait for that big tragic thing. Mm-hmm. If, if yeah. you think you, you're, you know, you're not doing what you want to be doing or, or not living the life you want to live or, you're, or, or deeper, not being the person you'd rather be, mm-hmm. then what are you going to do about it? You can wait for the big thing, wait for the big scary thing. Mm-hmm. But if you don't really, if you'd rather not do that, and I don't recommend it, it's not mm-hmm. fun. 
then yeah. what can you do about it? And that's where I, that's how I wrote my book. Right. And that's the book, the every single day book. Uh, because yeah. you have wrote a few books. Yeah. 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 Well, I've been, I've been a bit on fire since my, since my dad passed away. I'm just like unstoppable now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, I really used to be, scared of writing it was this big daunting you know mountain that I couldn't I, I not not only not overcome but I mean I couldn't even get started I couldn't even get to the to the base camp right, right. To, to, to even start hiking over right and what do you think what do you think was stopping you from from doing that ultimately Well, this this one is interesting. My one-word answer would be fear, mm-hmm. but there's there's so much wrapped around that. And mm-hmm. it, it, here's one that's kind of crazy. I thought about this one quite a bit. It's what if I have this big dream and I go for it and I fail? Mm-hmm. Then that's the big dream. No, not like some little dreams, if little dreams, if you, you know, you do those and you fail, oh, well, but Mm -hmm. this is sort of this big one, like, and for me, it was really important and I couldn't deny it. I knew this is really important for me. And if I don't succeed, I'm, you know, my whole life is a failure. And of course, that's so drastic and dramatic and, you know, come on, really. But that's how you feel. And especially you feel that way. If you're not even close to starting that dream, much less you're in the middle of it or achieving it, mm-hmm. and it's it's all just hard and difficult and tiresome and costs energy and struggle and and and, and blah, just all <laughs> just all awful stuff that you yeah. you can't even get the energy around it. Mm-hmm. So for me, things also really changed when a colleague slash friend of mine, he was running a thing called monthly experiments. Mm-hmm. And he had a, a service where you could sign up and you'd do a month long experiment and mm-hmm. basically just see what happens. It wasn't it was no pass and fail. It was really just see how you do and see what you learn. And so he had stuff like, you know, uh, stop work at five, or you know, go go to bed at ten, or no no coffee, or no alcohol, that kind of stuff. I mean, really simple stuff, right? Just like one thing, no no alcohol. Great, do it for a month, see what happens. And so for me, he he was picking up on my on my sadness, frankly, of not writing. And so he said, all right, November first, two thousand twelve, we're gonna make one for you. And it's going to be right every day for a month. Oh. And, and I was daunted. I thought, oh, boy, this is, oof, oh, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was really nervous. And I thought I was so skeptical and I was so doubtful and just you know, self-deprecating. And I thought, oh, I, I can't do this. It is too hard. And I also thought if I, if I really start this, then I have to keep going. And then what if I'm, what if I'm terrible? What if I'm bad? What if it doesn't work out? Because if you don't start your journey, 
then you can't fail. You can just continue talking about it. Just continue talking about how you'd like to be a writer. So much easier. And no failure involved because you're not really doing anything. Right. So I started and, you know, the first days were just awful and hard and painful. And then as he knows, you know, he's experienced in this. He sees it all the time. A couple weeks in, and things are going better, and I'm not feeling so terrible. I'm like, hey, I, I kind of got the hang of this. And then after day 30, he's, you know, he pulls you in. He's like, how's it going? I said, well, this isn't so bad. And, you know, he sort of smiles. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's why I do this stuff. And, but you, you're, you're so unbelieving before you start. And I, I made it to 30 days. And that was, it was back to the mountain. I mean, that was the toughest part of the mountain. That was the, the beginning, and it's rocky and steep and dangerous and cold and everything to eat, and, and, I, and I got through it. But then once I got to day 30, I, I thought, I, I could keep going. But this, this wasn't so bad. And now I'm kind of in shape. I'm kind of in writing shape. And I, yeah. I'm, I'm just going to keep going. And so I kept going. And I got to 100 days. I thought that was a big milestone. Oof, oh boy, 100. Then I got yeah, to yeah. 500. And then, by then, I mean, now we're talking, you know, two years or so down the road. And, and it, it was as normal as brushing my teeth. Mm-hmm. And every day I wrote. And for me, I took it one step further. Every day I wrote and then I published. Mm-hmm. I, I hit publish. And it was live on some site. Yeah. And so... Really, really, really long story short, today I'm on, I don't, I don't know, I mean, I keep track, but uh, 2007, uh, 2022 or something. So mm-hmm. for 2,000 plus days in a row, I've written every day. Mm-hmm. And the, the point of my book is a little bit every day, mm-hmm. basically conquer anything. Yeah, yeah, and I think with that, that could go with anything, you know, going to the gym, yeah. Yeah. eating healthier, anything like the like the experiment, right? Do it for thirty days, yeah. see how it goes. Yeah, then you can make it part of a a habit and a lifestyle. Exactly, and especially if it's things that you that are holding you back, you know, like you with you as writing. Um, some people may have problems with being overweight if they think they are. Yeah. Um, you know, same kind of thing, and that holds us back when we're we're kind of feeling like we could do better. We could always do better, but like you said, that failure, that fear of failure, um, it's real and it's huge. <laughs> but at the same time, um, my thoughts on on the fear of failure, you're kind of already failing because you're not moving forward, right? That's how I kind of look at it. So what's the difference? <laughs> you're still failing kind of either way. If you're not doing it, you're failing. Yeah. You're not doing what you want to do. And so many of us do that. I know I was the same way um, as a young person and even in my 20s. Um, I had to go through a lot of trials and tribulations. And then finally I just said, what the heck? <laughs> you know, enough is enough. Yeah. I have to be happy. And if I'm not yeah. happy, then how can I expect anybody around me to be happy either, right? Because it, it's definitely exactly. a, 
an energy that kind of trickles through everything and everyone and is huge. I know it seems a lot of my um, podcasts have been really going towards that, you know, the self-love and the, the journey and, and not pointing outwards or looking outwards for things to make you happy when yeah. you really have to just learn who you are and do what makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. You know, it also, it, it means the whole destination, not the journey. I mean, the journey, not the destination thing. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's, that's it also, because some people, they'll, they'll sort of talk to me about it and they'll say, so you've written 2,000 posts in a row. And I'll say, yep. And say, so, you know, are you making money doing that? Or have you succeeded? You know, is, this, is that what you call success? And frankly, yes, that yeah. is my success. My success is not, you know, winning the marathon or something. My, yeah. my success is running. My success yeah. isn't achieving the summit of the mountain my success is just the fun of climbing mm-hmm. and yeah. so and but that is hard to believe when you're just getting started because when you're just getting started your goal is the summit of the mountain and i will stand there with my arms raised and it'll be a glorious moment mm-hmm. whereas now I, my goals have changed my desires have changed because i've, I've gotten above and beyond them through this every single day practice. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't need to get to the summit. In fact, if I got to the summit, it would probably be sort of a downer because yeah. that's not yeah. my, in- I'm not even interested in that anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we're looking, talking about like weight loss, it, it might not even be the actual pounds, but just the fact that you know, you're eating healthier, you feel a little lighter, you just feel better. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, I don't care how much I weigh, I feel better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's that's a huge thing. And I think um, going back to the success part of it, um, I have to totally agree with you. I actually <clears throat> was just on the phone with a friend and we were actually talking about uh, money and making money. And she said, well, you have to make so much. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like that, that doesn't, I don't base, you can't value yourself on a dollar amount like that doesn't even make sense to me and she was like yeah. well if you want this and if you want that I'm like I guess but I don't know I'm quite happy you know and I live very minimally um and I and I'm happy with that and I but I yeah. do what I love at the same time right I don't have to pretend I'm you know, I, I don't. I think that's how the conversation started. Is she? We were talking about school, and and I said, in my opinion, sometimes I don't feel like school's all that important. And she, I said, yeah. they don't teach you what you need to know. Like there's things that you need to know that are more important than you know what they teach in school. And she says, well, if you have to, if you want to be a doctor, you want to make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And I'm like, I don't think I'd want to. I wouldn't want that stress of being a doctor. Like. That doesn't interest me. And, and yeah. she says, well, I, I don't understand. And I said, yeah, we're just not understanding each other at all. You know, but I think yeah. if that's where you put your end goal, you know, is to a monetary thing or a, you know, a material thing, then it may be time to kind of think about where your values are at too, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, that, uh, and, and not to say that it's bad or good. No, no. But the, 
the even sort of more exciting and more fun and more fascinating part is as I've been down this path, as I've been writing every day, mm-hmm. my, my goals have changed so much. And mm-hmm. I, I, it's not even – the, the side benefits, the accidental side effects mm-hmm. have been just so beyond anything I could have imagined. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, let alone stuff that I might have thought of way back when, when I was sad and depressed and never thought I could do any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, you know, sort of from back to the mountain analogy, I, I already, I already ascended that first mountain. That was way back when. And now I'm, I'm just on the other. I'm just like hop, skipping and jumping like a giant from mountaintop to mountaintop. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and like, oh, look at that one over there. Oh, let's go for that one. Oh, that'll be fun. And yeah. now it's, it's like fun. Mm-hmm. Whereas before it was such a chore and it just seemed like such a burden. And even this thing I thought I wanted to do. Yeah. But now that I'm in such good shape, you know, yeah. writing shape, that yeah. none of this, it, it doesn't even take any effort anymore. And not only does it not take effort, it provides me energy. Mm-hmm. Rather than yeah. taking it or costing it, and yeah, that, which, I, mean, I didn't, I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, and that's huge. That's huge in itself. It is, you know, almost like one of those light bulb aha moments, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, that's where it really boils down to is, and especially with your writing, you know, um, if you help one person, you've succeeded, right? Yeah. And I'm sure you've yeah. helped much more than one person you know that's how yeah. I feel with my you know even with my podcast with with my interviews that I do that's why I do them is because if I can reach one person that needs to hear the message that me and my guests have then my job is accomplished and I've done what I need to do and I don't get paid you don't get paid we do this out of right. the goodness of our hearts you know um, it's that's what we do because that's what fulfills us and I think that's huge like people they want to feel fulfilled and working nine to five even if it's doing you know good money are you fulfilled are you happy doing what you're doing you know most times I think a lot of people will say no or they don't know you know and if you don't know then it's a no (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. You know, you just mentioned another sort of secret side effect of mm-hmm. what I call my every single day process. And mm-hmm. that is um, the benefit of helping others mm-hmm. and, and the joys of helping others. And, yeah. and again, back to day zero when you're scared and it's all terrible and you're like, how am I possibly going to get anywhere? You know, you take one step forward and you're mm-hmm. pretty much thinking, about yourself. You know, you're just yeah. trying to save yourself. Forget others. Yeah. Are you kidding? I'm just, I got to save me first. But yeah, then exactly. once you get past that and once you, you, know, you, you save yourself and you're moving along and you're sort of cruising and things are okay, then you get to the point where you, you want to help others because you feel like you've succeeded so much. And again, I'm not necessarily talking you know, financially or you know, fame or whatever it is, but You've just moved, you know, it's almost like you're a different personality. 
And yeah. you want to help people. And then sort of the, the, the weirdo reverse side effect there is through helping other people, you help yourself even more. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just and it's so much fun and it's so nice and I I like helping pe- other people more than helping myself. Helping other mm-hmm. people is is so much better. <laughs> it's yeah. so much, it's so wonderful. And if I think people are looking for some kind of meaning, it's been just how can you help another person? Mm-hmm. What can you do? You know, you know something that they don't know. You can anything entertain uh, educate. Um, anything and it's just a beautiful exponentially powered side effect that is hard to grasp when you're stuck in the doldrums of you know you can't even fix yourself yet but once you get past that that's something to look forward to that is just gloriously delicious I totally agree so Bradley where can our listeners find um, your information. You have a website. Yeah, I'm, uh, my main sort of author website is my first name, last name. This is Bradley Charbonneau. If anybody can spell that, that'd be a good one. But it's C H A R B O N N E A U dot com. Um, my oh great. My um, my sort of regular posting ground is an oddly named site called Pass the Sour Cream. It's PassTheSourCream.com. Okay. <laughs> yes, of course, there's a story behind that, uh, <laughs> which is there on the site somewhere. <laughs> I have quite the habit of naming things um, in really odd ways. I, I worked for a naming company for a few years. Oh, no. And, um, yeah, I have the experience. Yeah, I, I have the actual, like, experience of how to name companies and I also know that if you have a backstory for your name then you sort of you're allowed to break all the rules because <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. you really shouldn't call your site past the sour cream which means nothing to nobody mm-hmm. but the only thing is, is it's kind of mem- memorable yeah exactly well thank you so much for for letting me chat with you Bradley it's been a pleasure and I know that uh um, our listeners can find your books on your website. Yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Um, yeah, so absolutely. Definitely, I thank you so much for joining me, and uh, I look forward to kind of watching you on your journey yeah. and seeing how many more books you put out there. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. It's been wonderful talking with you. 